Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and... As of the moment I am recording this, which is October the 3rd, there are 90 days until the new year. So when you hear this, there are less than 90 days until 2019. I have a complicated relationship with New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, because for most of my life, Not only was I going into the new year feeling disappointed of my choices, my progress or lack thereof in the previous year, but at the same time feeling like changing the page on the calendar would all of a sudden give me these motivational superpowers and that it was a turning point, except it never really was. It was just a continuation of this operating system I had that tomorrow would offer something new to me that today couldn't deliver. That tomorrow would somehow offer this fresh start that I couldn't give myself right now or today. That tomorrow would somehow be better for creating change. And it didn't work. It didn't work at all. I know that the last few months of the year can be really I am personally trying to not use the word busy. It's kind of a pet peeve of mine because we say it like it's this badge of honor. Our degree of busyness somehow reflects our significance, and I just refuse to buy into that. Busy is a choice. So I know that the last few months of the year can be full of obligations, full of Parties, celebrations, you know, between Halloween seems to roll right into Thanksgiving, seems to roll right into whether it's Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or however you roll with that into the new year. And we can get kind of caught up in all of the things. We don't take great care of ourselves. We are rushing. And when we are rushed, not only are we not enjoying life as much as we could be, but we're missing out on all sorts of opportunities to make progress. So what I want to do together, every single one of us, myself included, is really make the most of every day between now and the end of the year. It might seem like 90 days or 80 days or however many it is when you listen to this isn't a lot, but you can make incredible progress in just a few weeks. You can go into the new year as a happier, healthier version of yourself without question, and it is worth it. I want all of us 
to commit to breaking this pattern of telling ourselves tomorrow offers us something that today doesn't. That we have to wait to get through this weekend, to get through this work project. We do not need to wait. We do not need to wait. I want to share with you a couple of strategies that I will be practicing over the next few months going into the new year and really encourage you to practice them as well. These are things that will make you healthier for sure, will help you make progress towards your goals, but will also just make you a happier human being. And I personally believe that happier people take better care of themselves. The first thing that I will be practicing that I want to encourage you to practice is just that problem I was mentioning earlier, overcoming the idea that tomorrow we will do anything. The only time you need to commit to an improvement is today, right now in your next choice. Use every single day as an opportunity to practice breaking this pattern of pledging for more tomorrow. Tomorrow you'll be more focused at work. Tomorrow you'll stay off Facebook. Tomorrow you'll get more sleep. Tomorrow you'll work out. Tomorrow you'll avoid the sugar. Nope, today. Every single time you catch yourself in that pattern of next week, starting Monday, nope, I'm going to make an improvement today. It doesn't matter if you've convinced yourself that you could do more tomorrow than you can today. doesn't matter at all. You can do something today. Do that something today. Ruthlessly break this habit of pledging tomorrow, of putting something off until tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow will come and we'll deal with it then. But for now, use every single day as an opportunity to win the moment you are in. Give all of your energy and all of your effort to the day, to the moment you are in. I want everybody to really practice keeping the degree of difficulty down, way down. In other words, simplify. I know that you've heard me say this a million bazillion times, but we tend to be drawn to complexity. We feel good when we create an elaborate plan, even if we don't execute it or we only execute 5% of it. Complexity is the enemy of execution. Practice every single day, keeping it simple. How can you win the moment you're in? It doesn't get much simpler than that. How can you win the moment you're in? Or how can you make the rest of your day the best of your day? What would today need to look like in order to wake up feeling proud tomorrow? Do that. Keep it simple. You do not need to script out the 13 changes you want to make between now and the end of the year. Just win the moment you're in. Make Today, a great day. Simplify. When you find yourself worrying, freaking out, stressing out, that is an opportunity to simplify. What can I do right now to participate in the solution? What can I do right now to make progress? 
How can I change my mindset, my attitude, my choices? How can I win the moment I am in? Every moment of overwhelm, every moment of planning is an opportunity for you to simplify. You are going to have countless opportunities to practice choosing a simpler thought, choosing a simpler action, and the more times you practice simplifying, the better you get. I do this, I can't even count the number of times I do this in a day. In fact, just this morning, I woke up thinking about all the things I need to do today for work and at home. I have somebody coming to build a new bookcase today and I was thinking, okay, I need to record before he comes by so that he's not here when I'm trying to record later. I need to empty out the existing bookcase. I need to do all of these things. And in that moment, as soon as I started to feel like, oh, there's a lot, what is the thing I need to do now? What is the best use of the moment I am in? Certainly it is not creating a list of all of the things. What is the most useful thing I can do now? Podcast. Done. Cross it off the list. It's got to get done today. It's not something I can do when he's here. Simplify. You have so many opportunities to practice doing just this. You're standing in front of the refrigerator at night and you're thinking, well, I haven't really eaten much today. I'm a little hungry. I'm kind of hungry. I could do this. Simplify. Is your best choice to eat right now? Yes or no? Simplify. You're at work. There's a hundred million things going on. You're angry about an email you just got. You are stressed out about a project deadline that's coming up. Okay, simplify. What do you need to be using your time and energy for right now? Simplify. Slow down. How can you win the moment you are in? We don't need to rush. We don't have to react immediately to everything, to every craving to every twinge of hunger, to every email that comes in, to every opinion someone shares with us. Sometimes the best practice is having no reaction at all. Not that you become a robot and you don't have feelings, but I would dare say that the vast majority of us could benefit immensely from a practice of not reacting immediately to everything. The eye roll from your spouse, the passive aggressive email from your coworker, the craving for chocolate, the sensation of hunger. Use those moments to practice not reacting. You will instantly feel less rushed and less stressed when you build this practice of just noticing it and not doing anything about it. Just being in the moment without having to engage in the moment. You might be telling yourself that you have to rush. You're probably creating this tizzy that lives in your head. But there is another way. There's going to be infinite numbers of provocations every day. The ping on your phone notifying you that there is a new email the text message alert going off, the sadness, the stress. But the more times you just notice that provocation being provoked in some way, your attention being pulled in a different direction, the more times you notice that and just choose to be like, okay, I don't have to do anything about it. 
the more calm you will create in your life. And the reason this is so important as it relates to really winning these next few weeks is because when we feel more calm, we feel more in control. And when we feel more in control, we make better choices because we're being a little bit more deliberate. We're more present. We aren't as distracted. We are more response-able instead of reactive, right? Able to respond in a way that reflects what we want instead of feeling like our circumstances are driving our choices. We have way more control. One of the things that I do personally to both slow down and simplify is if I find myself in a moment of temptation, right? Oh my gosh, I would just love a glass of wine. I really want something sweet. I take just a second to, in my mind, sometimes I do this in my journal, but if I'm like driving or if I'm just, you know, walking maybe to my car and I have these thoughts, usually it's in moments of transition um, that a lot of these things will arise for me. I take 10 seconds to differentiate between light and dark. And I guess I mean that metaphorically, though I'm sure there's some literal interpretation. Light to me are the things that make me feel lighter and brighter. Whether it's choices, thoughts, perspectives, interactions, responses, light things make me feel brighter, easier, happier. Dark things make me feel down, frustrated, overwhelmed, disappointed, tired, bloated, and in any given moment. If I can just slow down and say, okay, what choice, what thought would lighten things up? Alternatively, what choice would make things darker? For example, if I am feeling overwhelmed about, say, money. I just the other day had to pay estimated taxes as a business owner, something you do quarterly. Never feels great to write out that check. And it can be a, a starting point of thoughts of fear or frustration or lack or disappointment. And I just take a second to be like, okay, these these are dark thoughts. It's not that they are untrue, but they certainly bring me down. Alternatively, where could I put my attention or what choice could I make to brighten things up? Oftentimes, it's in a in the car that I'm worried about money or worried about work or feeling overwhelmed, and I will just put on a song that I really love, an upbeat, up-tempo, happy song that kind of makes me dance in my car. That is shifting from that darker energy to that lighter energy. Or if I'm really thinking, gosh, I would just love some sugar today. Okay, well, what is the light, bright choice that makes me feel better and more alive and more vibrant versus what choice is going to bring me down and make me feel not as good or not as high energy? And in that inquiry, it is so easy to see that while, yes, having sugar would give me a minute or so of pleasure, it is absolutely, for me, a darker choice that brings down my energy, brings down my vibe. Alternatively, grabbing a cold bottle of water and going for a walk has the opposite effect. It restores me, it rejuvenates me, it calms me down, 
take a minute to practice differentiating between the things you could do in the next two hours that bring lightness, brightness, make you feel more vibrant and alive versus the things that maybe don't have that effect, that bring you down, that stress you out, that frustrate you, that make you feel overwhelmed. Identifying the things that make you feel dark or down and identifying which of them you're able to avoid today is so powerful. I know I've shared this before, but When I was at my heaviest, when I really hadn't created any momentum in my life, it was very hard for me to identify things that would make me feel better. I never felt good. And I was not connected to this idea of feeling good or feeling better or being energetic. I just felt crappy all the time. But what I could do and what I did find very powerful was identifying what makes me feel bad. And then asking myself which of those things I was willing to minimize or avoid that day. Watching the news does not make me feel good. So am I willing to keep the news off just for today? Wearing frumpy clothes does not make me feel good. So am I willing to avoid that for today? Overeating does not make me feel good. So what would it look like today to avoid that? Be in this day. Break the habit of pledging to do something tomorrow. It's not relevant. Be where your feet are. Win the moment you are in. Win the moment you are in. Know What makes you feel a little dark or a little down? Name those things. If I were to name those things right now, what makes me feel down, dark, frustrated, overwhelmed, worrying, stressing, overeating, eating sugar, skipping workouts? Okay, so now that I know those things, how can I structure today to avoid them? I can make sure that I work out. Great. When am I going to do that? I can make sure that I eat really well, that I don't justify an indulgence, even if it is just a little caramel at the checkout at Whole Foods. I don't need it today. Doesn't mean I'll never buy it again, but today I am able and willing to say, no, not today. Not today. Know what's not working And use every single day to practice avoiding that thing. Not tomorrow, not in general, not something that you have to work on in theory. What will you do about it today? What will you do about it today? Be mindful of your ability to not make yourself miserable. Seriously, it's... It's one thing to say I can make myself feel amazing, but if you haven't consistently done that, it can be tough to get on board with. But you can make yourself miserable or you can not make yourself miserable. If you find, and you will, that you're in a moment where you feel blah, overwhelmed, stressed out, heavy, thick, bloated, disappointed, shameful, simplicity. In your response, what can I do to make this right? How quickly can I get to my next great choice? 
What can I do to participate in the solution? What is one thing I can do to take great care of myself in the next 10 minutes? Simplicity. Give all your energy to the day you are in. Give all your energy to the day you are in. And pay attention One of the most insidious barriers to change is lack of awareness, not paying attention. Not paying attention to how your body feels, not paying attention to what you eat, to how it makes you feel. Going back to the episodes we just did recently on debt, one of the most insidious barriers to change is not paying attention to where your money is going, not paying attention to how much debt you have. Use every day. Between now and the rest of the year, most specifically, use today to pay attention. Be present while you are eating. Do you love it? Is it amazing? What does it taste like? Pay attention. As you get dressed or undressed, as you shower, brush your teeth, pay attention. What feels good? What doesn't feel good? What can you do about it? As you pour yourself a glass of water, pay attention. Have I had enough water today? I need to make sure to drink a little bit more throughout the day. Face the music. And a journal is a really powerful tool for that. Way back in episode 206, which I'll link to in the show notes for today's episode, I talk about how it is my number one recommendation for any goal that you have. And when I say journal, this does not mean I'm talking, you know, 40 minutes of writing about your feelings and your day. It's, it, it's not about that. It really is just a tool to help you pay attention because it's very challenging to optimize your choices when you are not paying attention. Pay attention to what you eat. Pay attention to how you feel. Pay attention to how your body feels. Pay attention to the opportunities that exist in every moment you're in to practice, to be a better version of yourself, to create lightness and brightness, and to avoid darkness. You can do that in every moment you are in. The last part of this is, might seem unrelated, but I want to ask you to trust me in that it's not. And it is about proactive things you can do beginning today, the day you are in, that will counterbalance the tendency to feel overwhelmed and stressed out, especially towards the end of the year when maybe there are year-end expenses, sometimes related to the holidays, sometimes not, right? Sometimes it's just related to things that are billed annually that come up at the end of the year and you sort of forgot about them and you feel stressed out. Maybe it's related to travel that's coming up or family coming into town or projects that needed to be completed by the end of the year. Whatever it is, there are things that you can do that will make you immediately feel more in control. And remember that when we have that sense of control, we feel more calm and that improves the decisions that we make. Not just the food's decisions, but the decisions in how we respond to people. And when we start responding to people better, whether in our personal lives or our professional lives or strangers on the street, everything in life 
gets easier because we're creating less friction. We're creating less tension in our lives. So I promise you that if you are willing to practice these things beginning today, practice them every day, you will find that taking great care of yourself gets easier and easier. You don't have to believe me. I'm asking you to practice it and create the reality for yourself because I know these things work. And the first one is keep your house clean. This does not mean you need to plan to next Saturday clear everything off your schedule and spend eight hours deep cleaning. Not what I mean at all. It is easier to keep up than to catch up, but you do not have to catch up to keep up. I give myself 10 minutes at any point in the day. Some days it's in the morning, some days it's in the evening. A lot of it depends on my schedule. 10 minutes to clean something. And because that is something I will do today and I will do tomorrow and I don't plan it out a week in advance, I just do it in the day that I am in, 10 minutes. If that means I stay up 10 minutes later or I get up 10 minutes earlier or I do it while I'm watching a show, I do it every day. When my space is more organized, my mind is more organized. And when my mind is more organized... I make better decisions. I react in a more calm and controlled way. And I do the same thing with my car. So in addition to keeping your house clean, keep your car clean. Every time you get out of your car, take something with you. Maybe it's a a water bottle that's been sitting in there forever that you need to wash. Maybe you've had a a couple of disposable bags crinkled up and some of them have receipts in there that you you need to file. Take it out of the car the next time you get out. This is not stuff that needs to add to your schedule. This is stuff you incorporate into your life as is, and it makes life easier. The more you can free up space in your mind, the better able you are to create change. And one of the easiest ways to clear up space in your mind is to get rid of the clutter around you. Seriously, there is a direct connection between the order in the space around you and the order in your mind. Stay organized with money. Even if you are not someone who is trying to get out of debt, even if you are not someone who considers yourself to have financial challenges, being financially organized is huge. And I will share with you one of my holiday hacks for money. It came from the fact that too many years in a row, I would feel stressed out about holiday gift giving, not always because of money, but because it just felt like this constant drip. Oh my gosh, I need to get something for this person. Oh, geez, they have a birthday too, right around Thanksgiving. Okay, I've got to do Christmas for that person and I've got to do a birthday and I've got to do this and that and the other thing. And it just felt like this never ending onslaught of obligation time, money, organization. Here is my personal hack. And this does tie into the debt episodes that we did a couple weeks ago. But it also ties into simplicity, creating order in the things in your life so that you have less chaos in your mind and you are more equipped to make good decisions. I take 10 minutes 
and I've already done this, and it literally took 10 minutes, maybe seven, to write down everyone I'm going to buy for for the holidays. This way, it's not like, oh, crap, I forgot about this person. I write down everybody, and then I set a dollar amount that I'm willing to spend on that person. For some people, it's like five bucks. For other people, it might be a hundred. It doesn't matter what that dollar amount is. Then as I pick things up, not only do I know who I need to buy for and what I'm willing to spend, so that simplifies, but I can cross them off and doing that for me, I did it in mid-September, doing that early means that I am not racing towards the end of the year to get that done and it means I can take advantage of opportunities that come up. For example, true story. When Fabletics announced that deal that I shared with you guys, uh, gosh, probably a month ago now, about two pairs of leggings for $24 when you first sign up as a VIP, I made sure to get leggings for my mom. My mom recently started doing CrossFit. She is in her call it late 60s. And she recently started doing CrossFit and she was talking about how she wanted some good workout clothes. Same thing for my sister. Um, I know that she's always looking for a great sports bra. bra. So I am able to spend less on holiday gifts when I'm a little strategic ahead of time because I have the time to take advantage of those things. Um, One of my friends, I've shared her work with you before, she owns a company called Sea Sold, and she makes hand-painted signs. And I have one that says travel light that hangs in my kitchen. I love it, knowing that I would love to support her and also get some gifts for people in my life. I can do that ahead of time. It simplifies my space. It saves money. That is a simple strategy to reduce the overwhelm, to create that extra space in your mind, to be more strategic and more deliberate about everything in your life. And when you are more strategic and deliberate about money, you naturally find that you are more strategic and deliberate about everything. Everything. Practice simplicity. Invest your energy today in organizing something that is going to make your life easier. If every morning you walk into your closet and it's total chaos and nothing's on a hanger and everything's in a pile and you're wondering if it's clean or if it's dirty, did you just try it on and not hang it back up? If does it fit? Does it not fit? That is not an isolated feeling, right? When you walk in and you feel overwhelmed and you feel frustrated, that feeling moves with you throughout the day. And it absolutely impacts how you feel when you get into work and you've got 64 unread emails in your inbox. So the more that you can create simplicity, even if it is as simple as cleaning out your car, even if it is as simple as being strategic and establishing a list and a budget for your holiday gifts, it's going to make everything easier. Challenge yourself to be fully present in the day you are in, looking at how you can win, looking at how you can simplify, looking at how you can create order in your mind. When you find yourself disappointed, frustrated, redirect to what choice 
will make me feel better? What choices would make me feel worse? Of all of the ones that will make me feel worse, which am I willing to forego today? You are going to have infinite numbers of chances to practice. Look for them. Win the moment you are in. So much can happen in 90 days, right? Even if there's eight weeks between when you hear this message and the end of the year, you can create amazing improvements in eight weeks, in two weeks. And it begins with what you do today. It begins by winning the moment you are in, not putting it off any longer, creating an improvement for yourself. A couple of takeaways I want you to walk away with. If you have not listened to episode 206 on journaling, please do so. I will link to it in the show notes for today's episode, or you can just search Primal Potential 206 and it'll come right up. Journaling will slow you down, create more space, and improve your ability to make great choices. Number two, practice simplifying. Simplifying your choices, simplifying your thoughts, simplifying how you spend your time, practice. Number three, do not put off until tomorrow what you are able to do today. Even if you tell yourself you're not able to do that thing today. Well, I'm not putting it off because I can't do it today. It can't be done today. Even still, focus exclusively on what you can do today, on the improvements that are available to you today. That is where your energy needs to go. Every single day is an opportunity for you to become a happier version of yourself, a healthier version of yourself, a more calm and controlled version of yourself. Grab those moments up, win them, seize them, practice them. Do not let them pass by. Just make today as great as it can be. Seriously, that is as simple as you need to think about it. Make today as great as it can be. And if that is the mindset that you bring into every day between now and the end of the year, you will be a totally different person at the start of the year. Happier, healthier, wealthier, more productive, better relationships, you name it. Start today. Do not wait. Start today. I want to know what you are going to do today to make the day as great as it can be doesn't mean that every day is perfect. It doesn't mean that the days aren't without challenges. All of our days have challenges, but you can still take full advantage of the opportunities that exist for you to win moments, period. Do that. Head over to, before we go, primalpotential.com forward slash 524. That is the show notes page for today's episode. Primalpotential.com forward slash 524. I was just thinking, I'll link to episode 206. I'll also link to that Fabletics deal um, in case you're thinking that either you need um, some goodbyes on workout stuff or if you're thinking that it would be good holiday gifts. Um, Fabletics.com forward slash Primal Potential. I'll put that link over in the show notes. Also wondering if you guys would like a 
holiday gift ideas like blog post on stuff I get from Thrive or like the Palmini um, Hearts of Palm Pasta. I know that's probably not a good gift, although I bet my aunt would really love that as a gift. I think that actually might be a good inexpensive gift for her. Anyway, let me know if you guys would find that helpful or is everybody doing it and so they don't mean anything. Um, I know last year I put together some ideas like my jump rope, which I travel with to work out in hotels and different things like that. Um, But would you be interested in that, whether it's books or it's the sports bras that I'm loving from Fabletics? Let me know if you would like that. Comment when you're over there on the show notes page um, at primalpotential.com forward slash 524, or you can tag me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. But the very most important thing, all of that detail-y stuff aside, is that you just decide to have an operating system of making today as great as it can be. Don't worry about what you can do tomorrow, what you didn't do yesterday. Just make today great. And if you live by that, you will be transformed between now and the end of the year. I'm sure of it. I am sure of it. Hope you guys have a really awesome day and I will chat with you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.